Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. We have an episode of Catching Up With our friend Catherine Legg. Big changes for Kat and her teammates from 2019 that have moved laterally to a new effort in IMSA's GT Daytona category. So I wanted to catch up with Kat on the 2019 season and this all-female initiative the new initiative new team new partners new everything for 2020 also in here confirm something i'd heard about a plan that has not come to fruition but a plan that was very exciting actually a couple of them so hopefully you enjoy this it's meant to be a, a short 20-ish or so minute catch up with cat and as usual she's awesome uh <laughs> it's just yeah it's that simple cat's awesome Really enjoy her. Also mentions her old Myershank Racing teammate, Andy Lally, and just all kinds of good folks. Oz Negri. Always fun getting on the phone with Kat. She was on the road driving. So while it's perfect when we have a guest sitting in a nice, quiet, just audio perfected room, sometimes we have to make do with folks' time and availability. And so Kat being on the road here, a little bit noisier than we would prefer, but probably not unlike most conversations we have with someone at some point in time during the day. Well, let's get going. It's really that simple. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, please check out marshallpruittpodcast.com. 700 plus episodes plus every imaginable way to subscribe await your enjoyment. And let's get rolling with Mrs. Leg, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. Is that Catherine Leg on the other end of the phone here driving, I'm sure, obeying all speed limits and laws? <laughs> it is. However, I'm not driving. Uh, I am sat passenger right now, so uh, I can give you all of my attention, Marshall. Wow. Well, even better. <laughs> safe. Safe behind the steering wheel. Well, Kat, your, your story, the one that you authored along with the Heinricher Racing Team, Christina Nielsen, Bia Figueredo, Simone Di Silvestro, Alice Powell, Meyershank Racing. It's a really powerful one in 2019, knowing that I would say the same power is going to be applied to the new team, new opportunity, new everything coming in 2020. Just seemed like a perfect opportunity to catch up with you and share with your fans and fans of this all-female initiative uh, this transition that's taken place and what they can look forward to this coming year so let's start with looking back a little bit this was a pretty cool thing that you all achieved in the number 57 acura nsx gt3 tell us about yeah. this looking back on its effects uh, before we talk about this shift to a new team so I guess if we're going to talk about it from the beginning, we should really start at the beginning. And that was a number of years ago, um, I became the female driver ambassador to the FIA and then newly formed um, initiative, which was called the uh, Women in Motorsport. So they had a commission for that. And that's when I realized that, okay, Catherine may have grown up a little bit. This was around, oh, let me think. 2008 probably mm. I think Wow. and I thought okay Catherine it's not all about Catherine anymore because you know when I was over here and I was doing Atlantics and, and Champ Car and, and then when I first went over to do DTM it was all about 
me and how high up the ladder I could get and what I could achieve. And, and then I matured a little bit. And in a way, it's because you see a lot of people looking up to you. You see a lot of little girls come to the track and, and want to be race car drivers when they're older. And you realize that there's more you can do. You don't set out to be a role model or anything, but you realize that with what you do comes a certain amount of responsibility. Mm. And so I, I think at that time I thought, okay, this is bigger than just Catherine. You know, this is this is what I'm doing is slightly different and um, I can probably use it to make a bit of an impact. So then I thought about how I help other female, females especially because that's what I know, right? How I help them in the sport because at that time as well, there wasn't many. There was me, Danica, Susie, and, and Simona was just coming onto the scene. So um, it kind of started me thinking about it then, and then I became the Girl Scouts ambassador for the girl, um, the STEM ambassador for the Girl Scouts a few years later, and still along the same vein. And then I, you know, came across Jackie, and and she wanted to do this all female team, and I was very adamant that I would only do it if it was done properly and it wasn't a gimmick, because what I what I think goes against everything that I personally and my teammates stand for is when it's done as a gimmick. Look at us, we're different. Um, so when the idea was kind of like floated to start with, I said, okay, but we're doing it with the best drivers that we can find so that we can go out and we can, the goal was to win races, right? So uh, we did find some awesome racing drivers <laughs> and um probably the best that we could have found honestly and uh so it was an interesting year it was almost like a transition year because i was so used to being the only girl in a team of, of guys that when you have a team of girls it is definitely a different dynamic it was very cool because these girls were really the only people who had shared experiences with me you know not many people can say they've lived this crazy life and mm. I wouldn't change it for the world but um how many people know it from my perspective not many and and the only people that do know it from my perspective are now my teammates so um it was an adjustment period I would say but um it was it was really neat and we all became friends and I think you, you know we weren't a gimmick I think we were taken seriously we were one of the cars that was in contention we, we struggled at times we did well at others um but it was a transition year and then um at the end of the year we were deciding you know how to move forward and and I was 99.9 percent .9 sure that um Jackie was going to resign with Mike for uh, 2020 and um, everything would go forward as planned and we would have a shot at the championship this year because now we all gelled as a team and we knew what we were doing, right? And th well, this might be a good point for me to just interject a little bit of the timeline here. Uh, yeah. So knowing that that was the plan, there was never, you know, as the inaugural season of this program came together at Meyer Shank Racing, uh, led by Michael Shank and Jim Meyer, there was it was a multi-year deal multi-year sponsorship uh in place from caterpillar the heavy equipment manufacturer and so again coming to the conclusion of 2019 there was never any thought on any side that there would right. be any change for 2020 then in september mid-september i think jackie gets notification from caterpillar and i must admit i'm not <laughs> Uh, I, I've never had much of an opinion of Caterpillar beforehand. 
I don't have a very high one now, I can say for sure. They decided to cease and cancel uh, the remaining years of their sponsorship. And so all of a sudden, uh, a sure thing became the most unsure thing. And it took Jackie until, I believe, early to mid-December before she was able to find some replacement funding to confirm uh, continuing with Michael Shank and Jim Meyer uh, for the second year. But in that kind of September, October, November stage, you, Christina, and Bia, and so on, are just floating in the breeze with nothing to do, no firm plans for next year. Unexpectedly, you all are free agents. Right. So, and and I had been driving for Acura and for for Mike for what, like three years now. And the plan was to go DPI racing. So we're going to do another year of GTD while we were testing the DPI car. And then 2021, we were going to have a breakout year with the all-female team in DPI. So Jackie said that Caterpillar were not funding funding the program anymore. Uh, that was around petite time. I don't know whether they had a multi-year contact or not. Uh, I think that's what she said, but I haven't seen that I've been party to it so I don't really know I don't really know what what happened behind the scenes and so um, I can't really comment on that but um so she said um no worries we're still going to stay with Mike um and move forward and so you know the three of us kind of were thinking that was what was going to happen but really not sure and um it was it was a you know, every year is the same in racing. You, am I doing? What am I doing? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? Should I be hunting around? And I really hadn't spoken to, to many other people. And that's when um, she said, okay, let's go LMP2 racing. So um, obviously I, I called Bobby Orgel, who um, is amazing. And I feel really bad <laughs> for winding him up now because at this point she said, I've got enough money. Um, from Mobile One, let's go and race a LMP2 car. And I thought, okay, great. You know, we'll drive a prototype, we'll get ready, we'll still do the DPI the year after. So that was then the new plan. Um, and unfortunately, you know, that kind of kept going and, and getting strung along. And and um, the deadline for that kind of passed. And um, where was it? PRI. So whenever the P- P- PRI show was, that's when um, we kind of got introduced to uh, Mark and Cara from MPH. And now MPH is a um, marketing company within racing that's been operating successfully for, for a number of years now and has done a lot of great things. Um, Gear Racing is a subsidiary kind of company of that that they s- sort of formed in order to run with this idea and that it's it's an, along a similar vein you know it's still um empowering women through racing yeah um, gear gear is an acronym for girl empowerment around racing so around racing. indeed exactly. um uh but we're gonna have a lot more drivers in the stable if you like and we're gonna do it in a, in a number of different ways we are doing it you know we've got the fia and their women in motorsport commission behind us um and it's obviously with, with Grasser Racing, and it, this all happened super, super quickly. And at this point, Jackie hadn't put anything together, right? So <laughs> we were like, I don't know what to do. What do we do? And as race car drivers, you've got to go where the ride is. 
So I actually called Mike and I said, listen, this is probably what's going to happen. Christina and I are going to be the full-time drivers for this. We've got an offer as, you know, you have anything to say about that? You know, do you think that this is going to happen? And he said, you got to do what you got to do. So we signed with, uh, we signed with Grasser and, and MPH and, and gear racing. And I couldn't be happier. We are doing so uh, so many exciting things. It's gonna, you know, when they all get announced and it starts moving forward, we're really kind of ramping up the activation around it, I would say. And all these cool little projects to get women involved in racing in every aspect of racing. We're going to be doing more around um, the FAA Women in Motorsport um, Commission as well. Um, hopefully, you know, making it more of a global message um, and getting, you know, any females that are interested in racing or have a license or anything like that from a very early age, you know, we're going to try and see their goal is to get more where females through that difficult age of um, when they quit, when they're, they've got exam time and they're getting out of karting into cars and they need more money and sponsorship. And there's a lot of barriers and a lot of people in general drop out of racing around then. So we're going to try and see if we can just kind of smooth out those. And, and there's, there's a lot going on that will, be, that will be very cool. And I'm very excited about it. And, you know, we have a team of very, very talented individuals at what they do. Um, behind this thing so i think it's gonna it's gonna go on for for a long time i hope and uh, and be be awesome at the same time let's talk about this driver lineup and also the grasser team you know grasser obviously <laughs> when they show up to daytona in the gt daytona class they're instantly the odds on favorite to win uh having done that handily the last couple times sebring as well we know this team and the lamborghini lamborghini Huracan GT3 is something that they have a, a fine mastery of. I love the fact that you and two-time GTD champion Christina Nielsen didn't necessarily start off in the uh, the warm and fuzzy area as teammates last year. And I appreciate the fact that the two of you did, having had an opportunity to race together all year long, get to know each other and form a very positive and successful working relationship. Tell me about that because even some of the, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter what gender, age, whatever, teammates, they might be forced into the same car. Doesn't mean they're necessarily the, the right mix or the best friends in doing it. Uh, sounds like right. you two covered some pretty important uh, distance to get to that point. Well, you know, Christina and I were always super friendly to each other. Um, I, we just didn't know each other. And I had raced against Bia and Simona and, you know, I knew them sort of from an earlier age and more than I knew Christina. Um, Christina was relatively new to the scene when I made a, a crossover to sports cars, so didn't really know what to make of her. Um, knew she'd won some championships and had some success, but um, didn't really know what she was capable of, um, what she would be like. And, um, you know, we're all A-type females, I guess, in that we're all used to being the only one and getting our own way <laughs> in, in, little, in little bits and pieces. And so it was kind of strange. You know, the first time at Daytona at the Raw last year, we're all in there and everybody was kind of noisy. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, gosh, this is, this is not going to be good. <laughs> 
But everybody found their feet and it was awesome. And Christina especially, you know, she's improved so much over the time that she's she's been in um, IMSA and especially last year. I mean, I what I saw from her was really impressive. Like if she was having a bad session or something, she would go away, she would sort her head out and she would come back and she'd be strong. And that's not easy to do. That's really not easy to do. And not many drivers that I've known have been able to do that. And she's learned, she's like a sponge. She's learning everything. She's, um, she actually really impressed me and, you know, she's still young, um, but she's done a lot of growing up in, in the past year or so too. And I, I'm really happy that we've become really close friends, honestly. And um, I have a tremendous amount of respect for her and what she's achieved. It's never easy doing it either way, you know, having to, to scrap your way up there or, or to have to try and be taken seriously in, in any respect. So, yeah, I'm very honored to have her as my friend and my teammate. And I think that we will be very successful. Um, and with Grasser as well, I mean their records sort of says everything um in the lamborghini it's won championships over the past couple of years it's won the daytona 24 um you know godfried grasser um seems like he's uber switched on and on top of everything and it's a really really positive atmosphere and i honestly cannot wait to get started with it i think um i think we're going to be successful together um i drove the lamborghini actually we did the world finals a couple of years ago. It was when this Lambo came out and um, I did maybe a handful of laps in it over in Italy and it was awesome, like super awesome. So um, I can't wait to drive it. Obviously, Brian Sellers, my teammate in the in the Jag deal and good friend of mine, um, says that it's great too. So we're probably going to be messing up his BOP this year. He won't be too happy to have some competition. <laughs> um and then, obviously, uh, even another cool uh, thing is that I'm teammates with Andy again. So one of my best friends in the whole world, and he's in the sister car. And, uh, and you know, he was the one who actually helped my transition to GT cars. Because at the beginning, you know, both Oz and I, um, another fantastic human, um, we had been driving prototypes and open wheel and blah, 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 and, and never had driven anything with ABS and a, and a roof on it. And, um, and so Andy was awesome in that. So I'm looking forward to working with him again. And so I think I just got the warm and fuzzies about all of it, really. I'm, I just can't wait to get started. I think it's going to be probably the best year yet. And let's close on that, Kat. So we're heading into this new season. GTD is as competitive as ever. We have the Mar- 18 cars. I know. I believe that. <laughs> we have the Meyershank team continuing with their two car effort. We've got Grasser coming in now full time with two, which is fantastic as well. We have this continuation of a very important program, different program, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, with, with MPH and Gear leading a, a similar initiative, but right. different in execution. We have this Grasser team as well, which is not just onboarding uh, this program, but also obviously supporting it very heavily throughout the year. That would need yeah. to happen for it to succeed. I don't know, pal. It's sounding like things are, are pretty darn good for you and sounds like what you have ahead of you is something that is really, really keeping you you know, as fired and as motivated as ever pretty happy new year coming here for you yes thank you i really hope so and i do have to say 
you know, we are very grateful to Mark and Gear and MPH and Cara and because this program was too important to, to not do again. So um, the fact that they saw the positives in what we were doing last year and picked it up and are making it bigger and better is, um, you know, it's a relief because it is an important program and I think we are doing really good things. When you see how many people are at our autograph table at Daytona and how many of them are young girls who now think that they could do anything that they want to do because there are girls driving race cars, it, it's really nice. And, you know, Christina has been instrumental in putting this together and uh, so I'm looking forward to, to going into this year with, with that group and Grasser and, and I think fingers crossed but i've got i've got a good feeling about it okay we won't tell folks about the secret 2022 grasser lamborghini dpi uh gear all female <laughs> effort we'll save that for the future cat <laughs> thanks as always pal happy Thank for you. you happy for everybody and uh, i think happiest of all is for all the women little girls and whomever that will be able to hopefully get drawn closer to this sport and continue moving this towards a place that it should be one that is i don't want to say more inclusive but more representative of who we are in normal life sounds like a plan i like it thank you marshall happy new year to everybody